1: Hello Bengals fans, I am Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. Well today I wanted to talk about, actually about another podcast, about uh, the Hear This Podcast growling with Paul Danner Jr. and Jay Morrison over at The Athletic. Uh, excellent Bengals podcast, obviously your first listen should be Orange Back Insider and everything on our network, but uh, those guys do a great job obviously. And uh, they've had a couple interviews recently and they're, they're kind of doing this whole segment where they are... Doubling up interviews, bringing up multiple coaches, multiple, um, you know, personnel staff from the Bengals and kind of talking about relationships a little bit. And the way they introduced it was, uh, you know, talking about the culture and how this year has kind of shifted some people's ideas about culture, you know, and about the fit of culture and about, you know, does the culture create winning or just winning create culture, the whole chicken and the egg thing there. So, I want to talk for a little bit about that because I don't think it's quite that simple. Um, You know, does culture create winning? Does winning create culture? You know, I think winning is good, right? (laughs) That's what we all want to do, right? Uh, And winning reinforces behavior. And if you are winning despite having some bad habits, uh, despite not having a great culture like you're you're going to continue there's no reason for you to change you know and and i can think of a few things like from my my personal experience i remember one time i think it was my first year coaching um uh, well first year coaching uh diva to backs first year out of grad school uh and we won a game against a bad team you know and in the second half of the game my uh my diva to backs my secondary played awful and honestly like we won that game because the head coach was really smart and knew how to use the clock on offense and, and help us escape that game before it caught up with us that we weren't playing very well uh in the secondary and I remember after the game you know like you know my guys knew I was pissed and I was like I was like hey that wasn't it that wasn't it and they're like Co- coach we won we won I'm like yeah we're not going to win next week if that's how we play and we didn't win next week we we did we played very very poorly the following week um because look it's really hard to get people to change what they're doing if they've had success with what they're doing all right you know it's the old hey what got you here won't get you there you know uh mindset uh it's really hard for people to change to improve to work really hard at something when they have gotten the result they're looking for in the past without putting in nearly as much work uh, and and that's what happened there, you know. Like I was on them all week, um, and it didn't matter because they thought they were good. You know, um, I actually tweeted that about the Bengals one time uh, this year. I said the Bengals aren't good enough to start thinking they're good. You know, and, and that's you know that's the problem that, that that teams can have. You know, like you start thinking you're good, you don't put in the work you need to do. Um, I'll give you another example: uh, would be the New England Patriots. You know the. Undefeated New England Patriots. I remember, I you know again, I was I was I was coaching and I hadn't really seen a lot of NFL at the time. Um, you know that that year. You know that's the that's the thing people don't always understand about coaching is that you're very very busy with game planning on Sundays and you don't know what's going on with the NFL all the time, uh, especially you know in college coaching. So you know at that time I, I didn't really I caught up on the NFL when my season was over. And I remember watching their Week 17 game against the New York Giants uh, in a room full of Patriots fans, my in-laws and everybody. And, and I remember, th- like, I, at one point I just blurted out, oh, my God, they're not very good. Um, <laughs> because it just occurred to me watching that game, I was like, they're, they're not as good as, as they should be. You know, they're not as good as their record implies. And I'm like, there was no way to predict that they'd see the Giants again in the Super Bowl. But I remember saying to somebody, I'm like, if they don't lose this game, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Like, they need to lose to figure out how to win. You know, kind of back to the, the Aerosmith lyric you know, you get, to, you get to lose to know how to win. But um, so, good or bad, winning reinforces behavior. It is hard to change when you are having good results from what you're doing. It's hard to get other people to change when they're having good results from what they are doing. So, no culture, bad culture, all right? Um, we see that when, when teams take shortcuts, you know, and that's the, the thing that Bengals are talking about. Like, they, they didn't take shortcuts, you know. Yeah, they're ahead of schedule, but they didn't take shortcuts. They didn't try and buy their team like a lot of people do in <coughs> Cleveland. Um, they didn't just go out there and try and, you know, uh, sign a bunch of big names and stars and think they were going to throw it all together and it was going to work, all right? Really, in sports the sum needs to be more than the whole of the parts you know it's not always about having the absolute best players it's about having the right players you know people who buy in people who fit people who work for for what you're trying to do you know and that goes back i watched miracle recently you know i'm not looking for the best players i'm looking for the right players you know that's that's what it comes down to now can you have a success with a team like that absolutely all right. Uh, but it, it's really difficult to su- sustain. And I mean, even over the course of a season, all right, but definitely over the course, course of multiple seasons, that can be hard to, to, su- uh, to sustain, to keep going. So the fact is, you didn't earn it, right? You haven't been through those tough times. You haven't had those tough losses, the, that adversity to overcome as a unit. So you didn't really earn that success as a group right individuals sure right like the individuals obviously every individual in the nfl has been through a lot and worked through a lot and had to overcome a lot to get where they're where they are um but as a group you haven't overcome that all right um so what happens when something goes wrong because you haven't faced that adversity together right things go wrong balls slip through hands right the football bounces a funny way like other balls aren't shaped like that for a reason because it's it's really stupid the way it's shaped, right? It's meant to be thrown. It's not meant to hit the ground because you don't know what's going to happen when it does. So, what happens if Joe Burrow gets hurt? Um, the Bengals, right? They're they're not going to fold if Joe Burrow goes down. Like, look, you could Joe Burrow's the man, right? And and their their top hand potential really is based on on him. But they're not going to fold because a lot of those guys are are on that. You know, were through the trials and tribulations of of the team that was struggling. You know, they're they're the team that the team that beat the Steelers with Ryan Finley. Like that's a big part of what they did the following year, having to win that game without Joe Burrow. You know, having to overcome that. You know, I go back a, a year before. I think the way they fought. To beat the Miami Dolphins, even though they end up losing, all right. But the way Tyler Boyd, you know, uh, injured, getting to the line of scrimmage, you know, Tyler Eifert helping him up, getting up there, you know, even though people were out there saying like both teams should want to lose this game because it's going to set up for Joe Burrow, well, the Bengals fought, you know, and and that's why like it's not a real thing. You know, losing games on purpose, like in the NFL, it's not a real thing because you can't you can't live like that. You can't sustain like that. Now, apparently, the Dolphins were trying to do that, and they just weren't very good at it. But um, that that goes against culture, right? That goes against everything, right? And your your career is so limited in the NFL that players aren't going to do that either. Like those guys were fighting for that win, and that was a big part. And I think those two games are a big part of what developed the culture. Uh, that came into to this season it came into the Super Bowl run it wasn't just Joe Burrow Jamar Chase that certainly helped <laughs> don't get me wrong uh, that certainly helped but that's not all that it was about okay so established culture you know is reinforced by winning when you have a good culture right when like we said it was the Bengals have built those things all right um now this past year should reinforce that, should make them say, "Hey, look, we've had success with this. We've been doing it. We weren't getting rewarded those first couple of years, but now, we're, now we're fully bought in." You know, some of those people that were maybe ninety percent bought in on Zach Taylor now they're a hundred percent bought in because they know they can do it. All right, they've been there, they've seen it, they've been through it. All right, now there is of course a negative side where you get into the the uh, what Pat Riley would refer to of as the disease of me. All right. Where people start wanting more credit than they deserve for the success the team has had. Um, so you definitely see that sort of thing as well. Having a strong culture, all right, Where you know that things are, you know, where things are already built on the belief in the building. It's already that it's about the team and, and you know, it's about us, not me that can help to ward those things off. But I think that's why you see a lot of times it is tough to sustain, uh, a franchise, to sustain the team and have them coming back year in and year out. Um, but the established culture, for the most part, right, it's going to be reinforced by winning. All right, hey, what we did worked. What we did can get us back there. We just got to take the next step and get the win and win that Super Bowl. Okay, so it's important to stay focused on culture uh, and not allow people to stray from it. Not allow people to. You know, start buying their own hype, start buying their own media. It's actually kind of a positive that so many people are just like, ah, well, the Bengals were a one-year thing. Great. (laughs) Like, like, fantastic. And pump that into the team's ears because the more they hear that, the better. All right, that's exactly what they need to hear to keep them motivated, to keep them focused, all right? Um, You know, buying their own press clippings um, is not a good thing. So thank you, media. For <laughs> for You know Not allowing that to happen Now Culture takes time to develop Alright and, and I mentioned games Over a couple of different years And a couple of years Where the Bengals Weren't very good um, That I thought Helped to develop that I think It's really hard <clears throat> To see it As it's coming along Excuse me And It's also You know While you're working on it Like you're not getting Those rewards Okay So it's tough to maintain And then there's so much that goes on in the NFL and college football, especially Division One college football as well. So much with money, so much with pressure. We got to win, we got to win, we got to win right now, right? All in, you know, win now mode. That doesn't work, right? Like maybe it works for a year. It doesn't work for you to build a culture. It doesn't work for you to win forever, right? And that's what the Bengals are trying to do. They're trying to win forever. All right. They're trying to build a dynasty. They're trying to win with Joe Burrow for 10, 15 years. Not win one Super Bowl and be like, sweet, we got a ring. All right. Nobody can say we didn't get a ring. They're trying to win forever. So Mike Brown deserves a ton of credit. Culture takes time to develop. All right. Winning, an aspect of, of winning is that it provides you with time to develop that culture. All right. You got to have something. You got to win some games so you can put something behind that. Right. Right. The Bengals, under Zach Taylor first couple years, were not good, all right? Like, it, w- it wasn't good. Like, things were starting to turn around uh, before Burrow got hurt a year ago. But, like, things weren't, weren't good. And Zach Taylor said it. He hit the nail right on the head. Like, most franchises wouldn't have kept him around. If the Bengals went out and got another coach, they would not have gone to the Super Bowl last year. It would have set them back. They could have gotten a very good coach, all right? And they, and they might have gotten somebody who would have taken them to the Super Bowl eventually, that you know, like there's the different paths. Okay, I'm not saying that they, whoever they brought in was going to be worse than Zach Taylor. I'm saying all the work that they had done to build that culture over the last two years would have been wiped out, and they would have been starting back at ground zero. All right, having to build that thing up. So, Mike Brown, excellent, excellent job keeping Zach Taylor around, keeping that faith, being around. Because you we forget we complain about the Browns so much but they don't have other businesses they're a football family right they're around they saw the things that we didn't see partially because the media wasn't around because of covid and things like that things that things that we don't see anyway because we're you know we're not in the building we're you know even the media doesn't have access to everything they saw those things they believed they stayed focused and they stayed committed to zach taylor okay miami dolphins who i mentioned before. Their owner is, like, not even in the state. Like, right, that dude's not around. So he has no idea what what Brian Flores is doing, all the other good things that were, like, may have been building there, right? No clue what's going on in that building. Um, So good job, Mike Brown, Katie Blackburn, that whole family, uh, staying focused, maintaining that belief, okay? Um, Now, hitting the reset button there, again, would have been a huge mistake. It would have set them back. So, I guess at the end of the day, look, winning is reinforcing to culture, and you will not be able to build a culture if you can't win enough games to stick around, win enough games to get people to believe in you, whether it be the people that keep you employed as a coach or the players, all right, who obviously need to believe in you because you are nothing as a coach if you don't have players who believe in you. But establishing that culture, instead of going, win now, buy in, buy in players, hey, let's bring in Odell and Landry and all these types of guys, right? Yes, I am purposely mentioning things that, this, that the Browns did, right? That doesn't work, right? You, you Like, you need to establish a culture so that you're, you're good all the time. Look, we talk about the Steelers. Um, I've seen a lot of negative negativity about the Steelers. Look, the whole Cody Pickett, <laughs> it's as good as Joe Burrow thing or whatever that was that was going around Twitter, right? Right, that's a joke, right? But here's the thing. He doesn't need to be great because they have a good culture, because they know how to win, all right? Because they have those other things in place. So the, that idea and the, the, the tweet about, you know, hey, if they have a better coach and a better front office and all this stuff, and Cody Pickett's just like Joe Burrow, then, you know, he, he should be better than Joe Burrow. Like, that's not the point. The point is... He doesn't have to be great because they have a lot of those things set up. And Joe Burrow, you know, by the same token, won't have to be as good as the culture t- continues to develop. They'll be able to win in other ways. They'll be able to find things, right? Now, obviously, Burrow is a very strong contributing factor um, in, the, in the culture of development as well. But, like, we just kind of get these things backwards sometimes, right? Like, that's not the point, all right? And It's not the point. Hey, this guy's going to be better because he's here. Like, no, no. He doesn't need to be as good because he's there, because he has those sort of things, which really is, is what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, and I'm going to touch on, you know, Lincoln Riley a little bit too. You know, Lincoln Riley, USC, like, I I always thought that was kind of a – I was like, why is he going to USA why, why, would he, why would he do that? You know, now they're going to the Big Ten, and I just look at that situation. I just think, look, Lincoln Riley came into a really good situation – in Oklahoma, where Bob Stoops had it set up nicely, they had an established culture, they had an established tradition, and he wasn't starting from nothing, you know. And and as a internal guy, you know, like he was already around, he already knew how things worked there. He didn't have to sell that team on him. He didn't have to sell that team on his philosophy, on how he wants to do things. So at USA it's going to be an uphill battle because they've got to build that culture because they don't have that culture right now. Yeah, they have the tradition, but it's way back there, right? Like you can't rely on Pete Carroll. <laughs> you, know? you can't rely on Pete Carroll's legacy at that at this point. So he's gonna have a really uphill battle because he's got to gotta to be able to fight that, you know, and, and establish that for himself. So at the end of the day, I think, you know, culture is a is a huge aspect of things. All right, it's what helps you survive when players get hurt, when things go poorly, which they always do at some point, you know, when you face adversity. um, That is what helps you to get there, And, and that is what helps you build something that lasts. Like we talk about with the Ravens, with the Steelers, you know, these are teams that have been good for a long time, they've had one coach for a long time. That is not a coincidence, right? You know, those those guys have been around for a long time. They understand the culture. They've established a really good culture, right? And they do a really good job with that stuff. Both of those guys are guys that have been questioned because they have made some suspect decisions in terms of game management, things like that sometimes, right? But they understand how to build a team and how to establish culture, and that's why those teams are good every single year. And that's why the Steelers with Cody Pickett, they're not gonna be an ET out, right? Right. I see people saying, oh, they're the worst team in the AFC North. I mean maybe, but that doesn't mean they're not a nine win team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um I my guess is they finish second or third. Um honestly I wouldn't you know I don't think they're gonna finish last because I don't think they're a team that finishes last. Um I think that's the way that that, that thing's established. And um, well, I'm not going to dig too deep into into uh, into opponents, but the point is, all right, uh, the culture that's established is a huge aspect of everything that happened last year. Yes, the talent of Burrow and Chase is what propelled that success to happen so immediately, all right. Uh, and it'll be you know, what will help to establish and help to you know maintain that culture will be that talent and the wins that came with that, uh, but. Culture is a huge aspect of winning forever and of putting together and building the type of team that you want. And I'm looking forward to it. So thanks for joining me on this holiday weekend. Everybody, uh, you know, drive safe. Take care of yourselves, um, you know. And uh, be excited because this thing, this is not a one-hit wonder. This thing is being built to last. There were no shortcuts taken. They didn't hire a bunch of uh, big-name free agents and try and buy a championship, all right? And they are not going, you know, win-now crazy mode just because of, of Burroughs' contract and everything. Now they're trying to build this thing for the long term. So be excited. Be excited for this year. And be excited for the next decade plus, hopefully, in Cincinnati. I'm Mike Minick. Who day? Yeah, we're
0: coming. Yep. Yeah, we-